Thanks for tuning in to Why Theory. On this episode, Todd and I discuss ideology and ideology critique. We begin with basic definitions and move on to cultural political analyses of ideology today. We end with a brief discussion of race and racism and a full-throated endorsement of Karen and Barbara Fields' 2014 book, Racecraft. In fact, don't listen to this podcast. Buy that book instead. Thanks for listening. We hope you all enjoy the conversation. All right. Hello. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and I am going to do a better job of introducing Todd instead of talking for a while and then introducing him. So, Todd. Hi, Ryan. How are you? (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, So today uh, we are uh, doing a whole uh, session on ideology, and we're going to uh, start from uh, its earliest usage usages uh, and um, definitions and move uh, to the present day and how the applicability of the term and the use in, um, you know, theory, criticism, uh, it has changed, and also uh, how to uh, look at cultural phenomenon through this lens of ideology. So, um, Todd, you have, you just told me uh, off uh, off air, the first use was not as what many would think. It doesn't come from Marx, which is what doesn't I thought. Doesn't come from Marx. It doesn't. Right. Where, where does it come That's from? Interesting. So it's Antoine Destutt de Tracy. He he was uh, imprisoned by the French Revolution. So he's oh, in wow. prison. Uh, Seventeen ninety six. So uh, that is considerably so earlier than Marx. Considerably yeah. earlier, but yeah. there's also a sense that like he, uh, maybe it's the French Revolution that even you know, generates the term. Interesting. So, think, so that connects yeah. to Marx as well. Yeah, it does connect. So, and then it appears, it's also sort of the pathway to Marx. It, mm-hmm. it appears only one time in all of Hegel's voluminous writing. <laughs> and then it, then it really is in Mark, when Marx and Engels write the German ideology in 1845, it's mm. I mean, obviously ideologies in the, in right, the, the title. title of the book. Yeah. And then, and it, that it plays a crucial role, but I still, it's, I think in the 19th century, there wasn't really a, a real sense of what ideology mm. was and how, what it meant. Because for Marx and Engels, here's their, their famous formula. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll recite it. So sure. if in all ideology, men and their relations appear upside down as in a camera, camera, camera obscura, mm-hmm. this phenomenon arises just as much from their historical life process as the inversion of objects on the retina does from their physical life process. So for him, for them, mm-hmm. uh, in, in German ideology, ideology is just this reversal of, gotcha. so we see, we think that ideas are causing our material circumstances when it's really our material circumstances that are giving rise to our ideas. So gotcha. it's, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a very straightforward, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's a Marxist scholar that would object to this, but I don't think so. I think it's a very straightforward understanding of, ideology or what it does it just does a little flip like it mm, flips mm-hmm. okay you know that we don't see we think like if i think like i mean so hegel would be an ideologist right because he thinks history is driven by the search for freedom okay and not by economic structures that are that are determining the movement of history right? okay so that's not, what, yeah. so marx would think Okay, that's a or anyone that believes in God, obviously, God is an ideology because God there's there's material conditions that produce the idea of God, mm-hmm. whereas we think like even the notion right, of right. creation is of course God, the the idea is kind of creating the, so even creation the idea of creation sort of gets it all, gets it all backwards. It's ideological. 
That's interesting. Okay, yeah. so um, now is that this is the, what I want to not not sort of like wrapping up like the early part because obviously there's a lot more to talk about. But is how um, how Marx and Engels approach uh, ideology in the German ideology mm-hmm. is that the fulfillment of that idea from that earliest uh, uh, usage uh, through Hegel to them? Like, so is that like, like where? Like yeah, where, I think wh- that's right. I mean, I mean okay. clearly they're making a change. Like yeah. cl- before it wasn't just that ideology was this reversal of the idea into the material, or the, sorry, the material into the idea. That mm-hmm. wasn't, that wasn't present in the earliest use. But this notion that ideology f- is like a way of, of, uh, of approaching the world, that's that's. So mm-hmm. it, I, I think that their turn is pretty radical. Okay. Like, so it is a it is a detour from mm. the and and then from that point on, I think ideology acquires this negative connotation. Gotcha. That it does. I think you still hear hear people say today a little bit. I don't know if you heard this, but like mm-hmm. everyone has their ideology. Right. Right. And right. they don't it's mean it in a negative way. They just right. mean like everybody. But I think more or less people still follow from this the the general belief is that ideology is negative it's and gotcha. i think that comes from marx and engels okay so we're going to get yeah. to this later but um what are just to put this out here early we're going to say uh later and make the case that like how something can both be ideological and true which is not necessarily uh this, this idea is maybe not it, it's it's maybe in in Marx and Engel but it's not has not exactly brought out is that, is that correct right I think yeah. that's I don't know that they think that actually I think yeah. they, they would say that's not possible they would say it's not possible right yeah. I think okay. because I think for them ideology flips things things Completely. appear upside like that's what he says mm-hmm. in ideology our relations appear upside down so I feel like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah they would not accept that but that's I think that's pretty important that that actually like the fact that it's true can make it function more effectively. More effectively, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. I I love um, and we'll come on to him, I suppose, in a minute. But uh, in uh, Slavoj's uh, Slavoj Žižek's uh, movie um, on ideology, uh, the Pervert's Guide to Ideology, he chooses the, as I think his first example is "They Live," which is that right, uh, right, uh, ro- right. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper has finds <laughs> these glasses that allow him to see underneath. Uh, everything like he's able to see behind the the you know the billboard that has right, like sexy yeah. ladies on it says like procreate right like there's all these demands like these these uh, these ideological injunctions or whatever and he, and you know Slavoj makes the point that this is not how ideology works it's not as though you could acquire some way to see like what's really going on and I think that his point is that like you know ideology is not under the surface or I mean maybe going against Marx and Engels is not a reversal it's actually it's it's on the surface itself it's on it's, the it's surface. in right. it's in surface yeah right right and that I think that is that sort of can bring us to our second figure in this development of the concept of ideology, mm-hmm. Louis Althusser, because sure. I think that, I think he owes that idea to Althusser. When, so Althusser has a couple of famous statements. This is in the essay called Ideology, sorry, is it uh, Ideology and Ideological State, State Apparatuses? Apparatuses? Yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. the name of it. Um, so uh, he says, ideology is a representation of the imaginary relationship of individuals to their real conditions of existence. Mm-hmm. So so already then, you know, ideology is, if it's the representation, then it's right mm-hmm. there on the surface. It's right, not, that's pretty good. It's not yeah. like this hidden thing. And then his other, his other famous statement is, all ideology has the function 
of constituting concrete individuals as subjects. And that'll maybe be important. We should talk about that probably yeah. more at length, because that's the point at which uh, Slavoj uh, or Zizek departs from from Althusser, right? Yeah. Well, so, so. it's it's well, it's worth uh, maybe it's worth pointing out. So we were talking about this before uh, the pre-show conversation. Is that those two statements? There is um, there's a little bit of a contradiction uh, between them. Really, like, yeah, this is what I yeah. I was picking up on is yeah. in the first one there is this uh, you know there's this available reading, and I think that this is what Althusser is getting at is that like ideology has the effect of uh, of creating like you know of uh, uh, discrete individuals in in a way. Uh, uh, similar to your your conservative or libertarian uh, uh, ethic that we have today which is like the, you know like collectivity is is not is not even thought of as, as, as a good thing not even it's, it's it's just immediately a bad thing and also it's an impossible thing so the only thing that you can do is you can just be the best individual and you can live your individual life and right. taxes theft etc it's whatever with their whole garbage thing right. so right. Um, but in the second statement it's the creation uh, uh, of of uh, Ideology subjects. creates subjects as though yeah. it's a more. Uh, I don't, I'm not using the word universal in the way that like Hegel would use it, but it's universalizing, right? right. Like it's just like it's a, or maybe flattening is a better word, where uh, it is uh, squashing this sort of idea of individuality that is uh, maybe hinted at in the first statement. So. Right, I think that's right. That that like it's almost so. Alcer means a specific thing by subject, though, right? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't mm-hmm. mean subject in the sense that Lacan means it, which is probably a problem with this statement. Like, like for him, subject means it, constituting concrete individuals as subjects means constituting them as thinking that they have agency, agency. over their life and their world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like they're right. an agent. Everyone else is an agent. I can do... So, so subjectivity equals agency. Gotcha. And it doesn't equal... See, so, so mm-hmm. I think the mm-hmm. problem with me for that is... Uh, I see subjectivity as equaling lacking, like I'm a lacking subject, you right, know, like right. I have an unconscious, I, I, I recognize that I don't have agent, all these kinds of things. Yeah, so there's a problem of intentionality. In, right, right, right yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but in a certain sense, that's written into Althusser's definition, right? Like yeah. you mm-hmm. think that your intentions will create the world that you want, right? right. Like that's, that's what subjectivity means to him. So to that's him. a, yeah, so that's a, I, I think it's, it's, I mean, it, it's clear what he means, but I almost think what he really meant to say is all ideology has the function of constituting subjects mm-hmm. as symbolic identities. Ah, okay. So that's... You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like yeah, the yeah. subject is this lacking being that, you know, is, 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 is riven into and can't, and can't pursue its own interest and all mm-hmm. these problems. And, 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 but if you believe that, that you are identical to your symbolic identity... Mm. Then you think like I am, uh, like you know, think of whatever symbolic identity you have. Like I am, worker at Best Buy. Sure. I am like uh, you know, husband. I am yeah. father. Mm. I am mother. When, you know, all these kinds of things. And I think that you know, that's that's how I think that's what he means mm-hmm. when, when he makes that statement, which makes it make a little more sense. Make a little more sense. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, and Slavoj's. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll His, talk yeah. Yeah, 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 go, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. You, no, let me just go and then you talk yeah, about it. So, okay. yeah, the function of ideology is not to offer us a point of escape from reality, but to offer us the social reality itself as some escape from some traumatic real kernel. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So, you want to. 
Oh, so yeah. Wait, the I would just say that the, yeah. isn't the isn't the shift from Althusser is is this notion that we're subjectivity involves the confrontation with a traumatic kernel, mm-hmm. and then ideology gives us a way to like it allows us to have reality without that without that traumatic right, gap right. or that, whatever. Yeah. That's the change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, traumatic gap. That's obviously... I, I, I like that. Um, the To go back to the seriality discussion. But yeah, so what um, what Slavoj, I think, uh, sort of worth pointing out, is in Althusser, being outside ideology is not a possibility. Uh, that we, we are... Um, it... Um, you know, the moment that you think you're out is perhaps the moment when you're most in. I mean, right. that's the right. Bit of I think a, that's right. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I mean, the only thing I would just say a slight little this mm-hmm. is not a corrective, but I think yeah. it's that's totally right. But I feel like he the only way to be out is to have this theoretical distance, right? Like right, when you're the, functioning in terms of when you're acting out like what what uh, Althusser calls Marxist, Marxist science. science. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're then that's not you know, inflected by ideology, which I think is, that seems wildly problematic to me, but I also mm. feel like that's, you know, you can't, the problem is that you can't, and he even avows this problem, you can't translate that position into a practical one. Mm. So anytime mm. you're in a practical position, what you said is absolutely true. Like yeah. you're, you're definitely within ideology. This is why his idea is that Marxist, like future Marxist society will not be able to do without ideology. Hmm. You know, he says famously, ideology has no history, ideology is eternal. It's, right. it's for that reason, because you can't, you could never get out of it, because it's, it, it has a, this constitutive role for us as, as subjects. So there's no possible, mm. there's no exit. And right. so, yeah, and so that's, so what's sort of interesting <laughs> with Slavoj is that, um, uh, well, p- perhaps there's no uh, exit, but there is an entrance, um, I guess. I, I think there's an, you don't think there's an exit for him? I think there uh, is an well, exit. Well, there's a way, well, I think there, for him... I mean, uh, well, I just want to get to the slab. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, then then take that up. Yeah, Yeah. no, no. So slab. I mean, he says this in a lot of different ways, um, by by way of example. But like to be outside of ideology for Slavoj is this possibility, and and it comes in like these little uh, uh, discrete moments where if like if somebody asks you, so he he says like you know being from. Uh, Europe coming to America and somebody says like, oh, how are you? And then he literally answers that question. And here we don't do that because we don't care. We want you, if you say, how, how are you? You're supposed to say uh, good you. And then they're supposed right. to say, yeah. And then whatever the conversation is going to be is, is going right. to be after that, you know? Right. So like, so there is like, um, this, uh, I don't know, a localization of, 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 uh, of, of being that for Slavoj, I think constitutes, um, ideology and that one can find oneself outside of that. Absolutely. But do you think it's just because he's, I I I would just resist this idea that just because he's Eastern European, like it seems, or Mm -hmm. Central European. I mean, I I feel like it's, it's like, it can happen to anybody. Like, like that notion of his, of like over conformity that you're giving an example of that, but like, you know, when you, when a law is meant to, or a rule is meant to be disobeyed. Yeah. yeah. And you, like, even, I think it's, it's tempting to say that driving the speed limit puts you outside of it. I was just, no, Todd, I was just going to say that. Like, I bring this up to my students all the time about, like, <laughs> to talk about ideology is that, like, who's the, like, who's the asshole on the highway? Is it the person going 75 or is it the person going 65? 
is a person yeah. going 65 and they're obeying the law. So like because but we all think like, oh, no, you go 70, 75, you're fine. It's the people who are going like 80, 85, like 90. You're like, that's and they're a little, lunatics. Yeah, those are yeah. lunatics. lunatics. But yeah. but so to be to be stupid is to obey the law to be, you know, <laughs> sane is to disobey it, but within limits. And then right, to be right. a lunatic is to go wildly. Outside. You know this George yeah. Carlin joke where he says the only two other kinds of people on the road besides me are morons and lunatics. Yeah, right. Like people right. driving slow, they're always a moron. People driving too fast, they're always a lunatic. Yeah, right? no, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, think I think that's true. It's yeah. absolutely true. But I think that, I mean, that that to me is a perfect example of, like, I think Slavoj would say driving the speed limit is ironically mm-hmm. the way to get out of ideology. So right. It, yes. It's interesting yes. that, that there's a, some kind of not identical relationship between law and ideology, mm-hmm. mm. right? Okay. Like law, like ideology is, not, I think we often make this mistake. And is think, that, is that from Althusser? Do you think like, do you, like the, this yeah, be, that's an interesting be, question where that comes from. Yeah. yeah because yeah, I mean, because he does give the, the ideological hail. It's the police, right? The cop is the figure of the figure of ideology, right? Yeah. The co- right. We'll just, should we rehearse what that, how that goes? So the, yeah. the he, his example of being interpolated or hailed by ideology is a cop who says, Hey, you there, and then you, you stop and turn around. That's the evidence that the ideological hail works. And what's nice about his example is that it's you're not really the one the cop is yelling at. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like the ideological hail really functions when you misidentify mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yourself as the subject of the hail when you're not yeah. really. But, but I think you're right. Like that, that, I think that leads us to identify law and ideology when I think they're, they're quite at odds with each other, mm. you know? Mm. That I, I almost am tempted to say, and this is probably wrong, that ideology is is uh, is 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 like constraining, mm-hmm. and law is liberating. Like law, there's right. a way in which law is emancipatory, and yeah, whereas the, ideology is yeah. kind of like focus. It's trying to like there's a, maybe this is again <laughs> going too far, but I almost <laughs> tend to say that ideology is an is is an, is a struggle to to contain the radicality of law right? right because for you i mean we've had this conversation before is that like so law um law uh, uh gives a limit and then when there's a limit that uh more or less gives you a, a parameter for going outside of that limit so for 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 breaking away uh and and that there is like there's a creativity and limitations you know perhaps right right yeah. right and also laws i mean there are all kinds of things about like law is also it's it, right that like giving yourself the law for Kant is 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 the f- one free act that we do, right? So mm. I mean, there's that, but also like law is equal. Like law, there's a certain egalitarianism of law that is that's not true of ideology, I think at all, hmm. right? Like ideology is constantly oh, like that's... what ideology wants to do is differentiate between subjects. So right, that like, would be, oh, I was just going to, yeah, so th- I think that's such a great point, and maybe this, I don't know if this takes us to where, like, we, we want to go or not, but, like, that would be the difference between, like, uh, so the law, the law says, um, the law says in North Carolina um, that uh, um, we're going to get rid of uh, same-day voter registration, we're going to uh, get rid of um, uh, being able to vote out of district, and we're going to get rid of early voting, and the law says this applies to everyone 
equally. But ideology is like, no, this is targeting black people. Like, right. The, because right. they're, so that's the, is that the split that you're sort of. Yeah, I think that's at? a fascinating split. Yeah, I think that's, a, or a fascinating way of, of conceiving it. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's a little, it's a, you know, like Jim Crow puts a little strain on my, <laughs> kind of, on sure. my way of formulating things yeah. simply because Jim Crow was inscribed into the law. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, I think I, I I guess what I would want to say is that that's an ideological distortion written into mm-hmm. the law. But of course, someone would respond back to me that that distortion is constitutive of law. Well, okay, oh, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't. I mean, I don't know where, how to what to say how to, to that. How to get out of that. <laughs> yeah, but but I do think that there is, you know, like like what is like that 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 ideology does a lot like. Like I think we're wrong to think that it makes everything into the same, right? Okay. Like it doesn't. It's it, like ideology isn't like McDonald. You know, it's not like McDonald's. It doesn't like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mass. Like it allows for little like everyone's individual, not even maybe not individual, but everyone's differences, mm-hmm. and 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 even says, like for instance, like meritocracy is mm-hmm. seems to me a a very powerful ideology today, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. Well, can you give your definition? Because I think it's the, I think it sure, brings sure. everybody's <laughs> together and I think it's going to okay. set the right. stand so, yeah, so, for the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, my definition is that ideology allows us to experience reality without contradiction. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, so that it removes any contradiction from our, from our look at the mm-hmm. world and our experience of the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, when we talked a little bit about that in the Blade Runner episode, uh, as you know, Blade Runner being about like that, like, I mean, is that, uh, like that was sort of like the threat I think in that, in that film, was it not right? That like the, um, uh, the, 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 the idea of the miracle of the, uh, of the, the child born of a replicant, like is right. going to break this, uh, this, this ideology. It's going to break the, uh, the, no, the non-contradiction of like, Oh, there's humans and then there's replicants and like, we don't have to, I don't have to deal with that. Like, right. There's no, right. There's, yeah. In fact, I would say the, isn't one of the main ways in which this elimination of contradiction functions is that we get contradiction turned into either difference or mm. opposition. Right. Okay. So like, so, so in other words, like the con, like some kind of like contradiction of, uh, subjectivity gets turned into, the opposition between male and female. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, or I think this happens more today, the multiplicity of genders, yeah. right? Like, like there becomes, so like multiplicity becomes a way of like, you know, I have nothing against people choosing their own gender. It seems fine to me, but, but the notion that your gender is who you are, mm-hmm. that seems to me ideological. Okay. You know, like, like that, that idea that you can you can find out like find some definite answer to who you are your your the problem of your subjectivity in your in some kind of other gender category that seems like that's a way that ideology functions mm. just like okay. just like for the for the for the capitalist and I mean I think capitalist ideology is, is is interesting in this way too like it it the whole point is that capitalism isn't contradictory Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's the whole, that's the, that's, that's what capital ideology is, is constantly telling us. Like we're, mm-hmm. you know, if we just adjust this little lever here a little bit, then we'll get, we'll get like, you know, growth that mm-hmm. we've never we imagined never before. before. Yeah. yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or even this idea that we can have perpetual growth. 
Like that's a yeah, <laughs> that's a strange thing, right? Like mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. like that's that seems to me like a perfectly ideological part of the way that our 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 contemporary world is capitalist world is structured. I, I want to try to tie the last two points that you made together, and I wonder okay. if what you would say do you, do you think then that um, part of the part of the offense of um, the uh, baker not making uh, the cake for the, um, the 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 gay wedding. Yeah. Uh, you know, in yeah. in air quotes, it's you know what what like if I if I have lunch with a gay friend of mine, it's not gay lunch. It's, I, I don't know, I don't like necessarily <laughs> that term. So, but anyway, um, right, right, right. Uh, but so okay, so he the baker won't make the cake. Um, is is there? Um, I know gender and sexuality aren't the same thing. Uh, but like, is there a way in which like the that move is um, offensive to capital, and that's part of uh, the the sort of secular outrage about this? That it's not yeah. it's not exactly on the side of uh, queer people. It's right. it's right. It's like no, look, this is a this is a market, and you are you are being a problem for this market. I think growth. that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that that um, I mean, obviously, I'm for the the baker not having the right to not serve. Yeah, them. I of mean, like I don't. Yeah. In other words, I don't think they have the right not to serve. Yeah. But I do think you're you're exactly right that the outrage that that occasions is not just tied to. It's it's interesting the way it is able to kind of combine the two, right? Like mm-hmm. like I can feel like I'm being outraged about. Uh, inequality mm-hmm. when really what I'm being outraged about is this violation of the capitalist ethos of there's a market here. Why aren't you? Yeah. Why aren't you supplying it? Well, right. And that, and that's sort of your, like, I mean, this is, I mean, I think that to me, this is your point about, uh, about gender and the multiplicity of gender is that it is, uh, it, it helps, it helps capital in a way that capital doesn't help uh, people of yeah. uh, that it doesn't help trans people yeah. and you know yeah. for for example you know it, yeah. it like it like it ha- like uh like anyway so like that's that's really the 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 issue there is that like it's um it's momentarily maybe maybe the issue is that right like it's like you have this thing that's like momentarily uh liberating uh because it's like now you're part of uh capital but now you're part of capital and capital doesn't give a fuck about you yeah no i think that's the, true yeah. but i also think like I think it's fine. I mean, I don't have a critique of it necessarily. Like, I think yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's not ideological. Like, yeah, I think okay. it is ideological. But I don't think it's, like, look, I don't, like, sh- sure, like, I, I get some kind of, like, w- symbolic sense of satisfaction by being a professor, right? Mm-hmm. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean... I don't think you can, I, I, my point would not be you have to do away with all symbolic identities. So right. I'm just yeah. saying like gender mm. functions as symbolic identity. Mm. That's fine. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think yeah. there's anything mm. radical about it. I think it's yeah, just ideological yeah. like everything else, like yeah. capitalist ideology, like, you know, every symbolic identity has that kind of mm. ideological status. I just, I think that you touched on it though, that it's yeah. just not, it doesn't have that radical. But Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. like so, the, 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 well, it, it doesn't have, uh, I mean, we should do uh, we should do an episode on the universal. Well, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the the chance to be the particular that changes all particulars. Absolutely it, not, because yeah, yeah. precisely because it's a symbolic identity, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. so. If anything's a symbolic identity, then it's caught in the world of of, of just particular difference. Yeah, which is the which is where capital uh, makes its money to not put too fine a point on it. 
Right. No, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, I totally think that. I think yeah. that's really good. I mean, I think, look, but I, I do think we, like, the, it is true that the ideology we're most caught up in is, is capitalist ideology, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, mm-hmm. and, I, and I do think that its ability to, you know, but the other, the, the problem with it, though, isn't this is the problem with it, that we can't just live in ideology because it's too, there's something, like, ideology sort of, uh, justifies our disappointments, but it leaves mm-hmm. us with our disappointments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you know can, I mean? I, can I give an example of this? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder if I have one? one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, my uh, my partner, uh, is she is on the job market, and uh, she's looking at a lot of these job ads, and uh, many of them are, are, are pitched at... Uh, it's the language is coded, but it, it's it's pitched at like the, they want to have like a, a diverse faculty, and that means right. like m- many different kinds of things, yeah. you know, like uh, different uh, sexualities, uh, people from different backgrounds, you know, right. whatever, um, and like that, I, which I think is, uh, is is totally fine. But is there not? I mean, maybe this is a problem of like this is like lethal jouissance, but there's a there's a thing here where like having a diverse faculty uh, or or putting a job out ad out there for it. Like that's only a feather in your cap. Like if you're Harvard, for example, if that's not general elsewhere. So in other words, in uh, yeah, your, I think that's right. Okay. So like in your attempt to be accommodating and to be corrective for like a racist, sexist, like hierarchy, you know, patriarchal, uh, a patriarchal hierarchy in, in like hiring or whatever, you end up, uh, perpetuating it because the the only like the only way of having the value is if those things still exist and so that's where that's not i mean that's where that's not radical right like that's where that is in yeah no i think that's true okay so yeah no it's absolutely true and i do think but i do think that there like that's a way that the sort of the failure of the 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 failure is kind of written into ideology, into yeah. the ideology, right? And so, yeah, I feel like that's a real thing to, like, ideology is not, does not uh, offer us success. Like, it doesn't offer, mm-hmm. it, it, it. to me, ideology justifies the way things are, but doesn't, but, you know, that means we have to, it has to justify a lot of things that aren't going that well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. like those have to be covered by ideology. So I find that. So that's why I think ideology can't just function on its own. Right. Like it mm-hmm. can't like if you just said, like, look, we live in it. Like, let's say the dominant ideology today is is uh, at least in terms of like personal life and what you're as- attaining is is meritocracy. You mm-hmm. agree with that? I think that's right. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, it's, it's a um, one of the better American uh fictions, right? That's been like sort right. of co- and co-opted in fact, and conservatism for, for sure. Right. And in fact, yeah. I, I think even people that are critical of not us, but many people that are critical of say racism, sexism, homophobia, they're mm-hmm. critical of it because it impairs the functioning of the meritocracy. Yeah. 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 Right. Like there are people that are meritorious who are whatever, uh, Hispanic and they're not able to, to, to rise to the level that their merit deserves. Right, right, right. right. Like that mm-hmm. would be one. So, I mean, that's not my critique of, mm-hmm. of racism, sexism, but but I think that would that, I think that is the dominant one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so but meritocracy. I mean, that how does that work if you're the person who's like you're you're like say you're a 
you just got your PhD, you can't get a job, you can't get any of your essays published, or let's mm-hmm. say you're, you know, you're at a corp- working in a corporation and you, and you, you, you know, you keep getting passed over for any promotion, you get laid off your job, you know, all these things mm. like, like you're, okay, ideology says it's a meritocracy, but you're like, well, this sucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so right. I think ideology can't, I think if it was just that, if ideology was just all we had, I don't think it would, I think there'd be some, there'd be like much more unrest. But I think it's, I wonder mm-hmm. what you think about this. I feel like it has to be supplemented by fantasy. Like yes. I think mm, ideology, really nice. there has to be this ideological fantasy supplementing it or else it just, it collapses precisely because of the immense dissatisfaction that it produces. And then fantasy allows you to create this scenario in which I can, es- there's an escape from the dissatisfaction, mm, right? Mm-hmm. So like well, lottery would yeah. be the great, I mean, to me, it's the great yeah, phantasmatic yeah. <laughs> object, right? Like, I, I feel it, so bad for the people that are, I mean, like, like for one thing, it would be a disaster if they won. Mm-hmm. And for another thing, like that's a pretty, impoverished form of fantasy. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, when I see people buying lottery tickets, I like go home, masturbate. It'd be, it's more, <laughs> you know, there's, but more. it's so, but it's so much it, it, like, I, I think it's a great example. I have, I have like, I have a couple different responses to what you said, but like lottery, like I think our belief in lottery is, uh, is so, I mean, it's, it's ideological. It is so pervasive. It's like, um, but it's phantasmatic, right? It's, because yeah. yeah, go ahead, finish and then. I oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What, what I was just gonna say is that, like, like at a very practical level, um, like everybody is on board with like the, these obscene amount of money being in the lottery. But you have many people would be against if that same amount of money would just went to everybody for healthcare or for you know universal education. Like, uh, like so. There's this idea within this uh, uh, meritocracy or this, this meritist, like, uh, like ideological ideas that like, well, if you're the lucky one, like, well, you deserve that. But if you are just, if you're just a person in America, you don't necessarily I mean, deserve isn't anything. Isn't it fascinating if, that a world constructed around meritocracy has mm-hmm. this utter investment in lottery, which yes. has yes. the least to do with merit you could no, possibly at imagine at like, all. At yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Like all mm-hmm. you are doing, in fact, it's, I think it's arguable, but the least meritorious people win because they're the people that invest the most in the lottery. So yeah. clearly they're, they're not, they're not working hard. You know, they're not doing all the things they could spend that time working. They could have spent that time reading Hegel. They could have spent that, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things they could have been doing and they were buying lottery tickets. There is that documentary. I forget the name of it about like a number of like huge lottery winners and how it like they ruined their lives. I mean, it's like a catastrophe. Yeah. Of it's course. just a catastrophe. Yeah. It's a of problem. Course. I mean, because, because I mean, be, can I tell you one funny story? Yeah, so yeah, my, yeah. my, 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 I was in, in college and my brother was, was in high school and he was mm-hmm. buying lottery tickets for my grandmother and she, she sent him out to get him and he said, wow, Grandma, I, I hope you win with this. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> That's I thought, well, okay, I can accept playing the lottery if your whole point is I absolutely do not want to. I understand that winning would be a total catastrophe. That's pretty like, funny. Well, because then, like, I mean, like, it make, brings up a really nice uh, Lacanian point, which is why, be, why would you want to stop desiring? Right. right, like, like right, that would right. be the it would be the right. absolute. Right. Yeah, that's that's right. the. There was a kind of right, right. I it's the only time I ever liked her. She was not a very nice <laughs> person, but it was, uh, it was, it was, it was. I thought maybe I was a already quasi psychoanalytic uh, 
thinker, but she, she but but yeah, she like she clearly was like, I'm going to be true to my desire, and I don't want it interrupted by some kind of like actual getting the object. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, so mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, but I, I it, it, the lottery is just infinitely fascinating relative to this ideology of merit mm-hmm. that is so prevailing. So you know? there's a to tie. Uh, to tie meritocracy back to to race, like which was something that you had said, I read. I I wish that I could give proper attribution to this, but there. I don't know if there was. This was like a sociological study done, or if it was a. a I'm not sure where this came from, but the idea of merit has uh, been documented in some way uh, to be really um, uh, deleterious to. Um, uh, like a m- minority youth, I, I hate yeah, that yeah. word. But like, but but, and so the way that it works is like this: is that like, so if you if you're telling uh, you know young black children, young Latinx children, or whatever, that like, listen, uh, there are racist people out there, totally, of course, there are racist white people out there, and like, but if you're the if you're the best, if you succeed, like, you'll be able to to sort overcome of get that, that. overcome yeah. that. And what this like study did was like it it tracked this. Uh, this I, this idea and so sort of like in school ha, like students who were high performing who maybe like went up uh, a grade not like they weren't skipped ahead but they got up to the next level and it was a little bit challenging uh, they started to f- to fall back on this idea that was like oh well then maybe I'm not the best and and since I'm not the best and I have to be the best to make it in the society because I've been told that it works on merit uh, I don't have a chance then and like and so like this is where this idea like you're tr- like where people who like they think they're encouraging children like no look you have control like you you have agency right. or whatever where it ends up like taking it away because like everybody struggles in something like I, I remember yeah. like I got to like fifth grade and like suddenly I realized I have shit for brains for math and it was like very discouraging <laughs> uh, and right. you know right. and and that but but my well, you know, I think it is true ahead. right I think that's absolutely right I think it's absolutely that's a great point about the way just the effects of that, that ideology. And I, I, I do think that, but just to come back to this, sure. like, like it's funny that, so that's a way of acknowledging, um, the way that, the way that, you know, racism is ideologically functioning, right? Yeah. Like they, acknowledge, yes. but yeah. then they, 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 they cling to the, and, but they want to sustain meritocracy, so they right. do it by clinging to the fantasy of the exception. Like if you're right. yes. if you're perfect, then you'll or you're excellent, you'll rise above racism and you'll right. enter into the meritocracy. Right? Chris, like that's Chris the, Rock said something like this. Like you can't tell me. I think he said this about Barack Obama. He said like you can't tell me that he's the the only black man or the only black person who ever deserved to be president. Like he was right. the fir- he's the first one. Right. Because right. of like merit or whatever and you know right. like frederick Douglass well, wouldn't have I'm, been a good president i don't know yeah, yeah, you know yeah, i think yeah, it's my yeah, point yeah, you know so yeah, anyway yeah, uh but yeah, like that's yeah. it yeah yeah i mean if we chose presidents by deserving we would we would not yes. have any of the 45 that we've had I don't <laughs> that's pretty that's interesting certainly not this yeah. one uh but yeah um yeah but that's good yeah yeah um, so anyway so i i do think like like thinking that relationship between the ideology and the the role that fantasy plays in supplementing the ideology mm-hmm. is just crucial to, and I think that's, I would just say that's missing in Althusser, uh, totally missing in Marx, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but missing also in Althusser's formulation. And I, I the only thing I would say about Gijek is that he doesn't necessarily um, delineate the the way the two, like the way, you know, he does. He he's the one who has said like there's this 
there's this obscene supplement to ideology, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's, I think he's sli- he hasn't fully clarified it about the way in which ideology, you know, gives us this world sense of reality without contradiction, and then mm-hmm. in order to compensate for the disappointing nature of that reality, we get ideological fantasy coming mm-hmm. along as mm-hmm. a supplement. You know, that mm-hmm. seems like that, like to me, meritocracy and lottery like do a really great job of, of exemplifying that, how that logic exactly mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. itself out. But it also could be like, isn't it, isn't, isn't, I mean, we should probably talk about this before at some point, but isn't mm-hmm. porn a great example of the same kind <laughs> of thing? Right, like how, the, how do you mean? Please, uh, well, I, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but like, yeah, I, I'm, I can. I okay, can okay. So here's what yeah. I would say. So yeah, so like, you have the ideology of like I'm, you know, like I'm in a my relationship is is everything for me. I'm in love with this person, <laughs> whatever. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh-huh. the and then the and then but yet I need this pornographic this, supplement yeah, yeah, to yeah. sustain uh-huh. myself, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, obviously, there are other uses of porn in other ways that that guys and women use porn, but I feel like that's that's maybe one of the mainstream ways, right? Like the yeah. guy like has the relationship, and then and that <laughs> and the ideology says the relationship is sufficient, and then porn, or even the the, the affair, I think, functions as a kind uh, of like, as a support, as right? a support, as a yeah, phantasmatic yeah. supplement for the idea, like. You know, I was just looking at the. I don't like this movie, but um, I was Hillary's watching Godfather with, okay, in her class, and and I I feel like the way that, you know, for all of those guys in that, in that family, like the marriage is absolutely sacred. It has this completely yeah. ideological mm-hmm. function to secure their symbolic identity. Yet at totally. the same time, if they didn't have adulterous affairs, they wouldn't feel like they were living a satisfying life. Like you sure. need oh, that. Yeah. You need that phantasmatic supplement to the ideology. Well, the I ideology mean, is never enough. Isn't isn't it like with the example of the Godfather too? Like um, Godfather being, two or Godfather also? Uh, Godfather, sorry, the Godfather as well <laughs> is what I mean. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, I was just but, no, 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 it was no, a bad joke. It it's okay. Funny. That's pretty. Um, I mean, certainly not the Godfather the third, but uh, the oh, you know, that's my favorite. I know because you know, of course it is. Uh, that makes sense. Well, like, what is it? Did, did Slavoj say this? Or I'm not sure who said this. That the only pro- the problem with that movie is it's a good movie, not a great movie. Yeah, like, yeah I think that's yeah. What, what people say. Uh, At but, least it's like I, here's all. I, can I just yeah. make one side note about Godfather? I mean, Go like, just yeah. all the praise for it. But my God, I mean, it's a well-made <laughs> movie. I think, but sure, it's. I find it such a. I find it so ideological. Like I think it's such yeah. a romanticization. Of the of the mafia, and I, yeah. I just it so makes this, you want to join, which I find repulsive. So this this is exactly what I was going to say to add on to your point, which is that like, um, it, maybe it's it's not. I don't know that it's necessarily even um, having uh, affairs to support the marriage, but it's being in the mafia to support the marriage. Right. Right. Like like that. Like well, so that's in, made clear in the yeah, final in, in the final famous cross cutting scene. Yeah, right. With yeah. The church and the right, of course. Like you can only have like the only way you can support, like the only way you could be be sacred or be involved in the sacred institution is if you are breaking the law, like I know. wildly somewhere else. So like, right. um, so they work as supports for for each other, like for each the, other. Yeah, yeah like the yeah. the mar- the marriage is the is the rock which lets you uh, break, which lets you murder like uh you know a dozen half a dozen people or whatever, uh while you're um. You're, you're right, because you're. I mean, to a child. right, yeah. right. I think that's absolutely right, and I think it's interesting that Michael mm-hmm. is the at the beginning of the film is this 
like he's not in the ideology of the seemingly outside the ideology of the family. And then he becomes the most into it. Like Mm -hmm. he's more involved in it than, than even Sonny or obviously than Fredo or Tom. You want to get blood over your nice Ivy league suit? Huh? I love it. Anyway, um, Anyway, so yeah. I don't want to get to go down this Godfather <laughs> we don't rabbit have to hole. Talk about the Godfather. Yeah, but uh, uh, because here, I'm going to say one last thing about it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but if it was really a radical film, uh-huh. mobsters would not be able to quote it approvingly. Yeah, that's, that's all I would say. That's all. That's my only point. Like, it's if it true. was really, if it was really an anti-mafia film, mm-hmm. which I would hope that it would be. I don't think mobsters and and look at Sopranos. They're in love with the film. I mean, oh yeah, of course. I mean, I know they're not real mobsters. <laughs> they're, <laughs> but I think they're probably a good representation. Anyway, you so, know, it was but, true. I mean, and I'm sorry. I'm going to add on about the Godfather. Yeah, okay. The book when the book came out, um, the police had. I'm sorry for anyone listening who doesn't want to hear about the Godfather. Uh, so this no, go be, ahead. This will be the last thing. But uh, the um, the the police had, they didn't know how to identify, uh, these, uh, these mafioso. And the book was like, gave them like a hand, a hand guide for, for noticing. Really? Them. Yeah. Yeah. There's something I read. Uh, oh yeah. Puzo was talking about it. Uh, well, that's good then. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, or isn't organized, I mean, organized crime is another instance of this kind of like phantasmatic supplement to, Mm-hmm. ideology of to, to contemporary capitalist ideology right like well and it, it does maybe it does have this function of like if there's like well i mean i think this is true in those movies and i think it's true in 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 real life is like i mean why do like why do gangs why do the mafia form it's because you have a particular group of people who are not equally represented by the law and so then this thing kind of th- th- these things come up and well, they make, by, they I, make I, but they make I, it. Oh, sure, I was just gonna say, but they make it so that the law doesn't have to change. This is sort of like Slavoj makes this point about uh, the wire: is that like you have all these people uh, doing all these things to get around the law, and in it, the law remains exactly the same, uh, and and like there, there's there's not the the chance for this like this radical break. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, what, what I like that say? point. But I would. Yeah. Are, are are you making an Altasarian error? Are you saying like okay. aren't they not represented within ideology? Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. Yes, you you're said right. Law. You're right. I, I don't said know. Law. I mean, maybe you think that. I mean, I don't, but it isn't no, no, it that well, they're it not goes... represented within ideology, and then yeah. they create this phantasmatic underside world in which they yes. can they can find the satisfaction that they would they are not getting in the ideological world. Right? No, I think I think you're right because I, I what what I um I I wasn't uh, being true to the point I made earlier about the uh, like the North Carolina like voter laws right where like the the racism is ideological and the law is right. is equally applicable. I think that I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So, well, I mean, and it again, but I mean that again acts as like the this um, like ideology and as as support to these um, to, I mean to these systems is certainly like a thing that cuts through all the d- different. Uh, notions of ideology that we've talked about so far, right? Like yeah, it's, right. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that's a really good point. I also like I I, w- I do want to also just come back to this idea that t- does ideology? I don't think ideology necessarily makes you feel good. Mm, okay, right. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that seems to me a crucial thing, and it might connect with what you're saying about ideology. Maybe we should talk about truth. It's relationship to truth mm, yeah. as well, like the way that what's true can be ideological. I mean. Uh, but but yeah, so I mean, like like to me, the the contemporary example would be the Trump right. Russia narrative, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and and it's interesting because it 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 probably is true. Yeah, 
right? I, Pro- I mean, who knows? Pr- probably, probably, is true. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I totally buy. He's like, like the, the, to me. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, to, not to get too specifically into that because we're talking about it for different reasons. But like, I, like, I, I, I believe. I don't know where there's the evidence of this, but like, probably his like hotels or whatever over there are being used for money laundering or something. Like, I mean, oh, I think that's probably true. That's yeah. probably yeah. what it is, and it's a little embarrassing because I don't think like either he either he knows about it and it's illegal or he didn't know about it and it makes him look foolish. I'm not sure which he right. would think is worse. So, right. uh, but yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's probably true. I think yeah. it's probably true that he did that, had the prostitutes pee on the bed that Obama <laughs> was, I think that's probably true. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, but I yeah. think all those things are probably true and yet their dissemination is, it's functioning completely ideologically because right. it takes the focus off, not just off Trump's own policies, but off the contradictions of, of, of contemporary capitalism itself, which, you know, yeah. like the fact that that tax cut was not, I mean, like any coverage about that Russia thing during that tax cut <laughs> debacle, yeah. like that's yeah. just ideological, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and he's, and I hate, I really hate to, to give this to him, but like the, the Russia uh, interference, utter, absolutely a big deal. It's a huge deal. It needs to be investigated. But I do think Trump is right to say that the uh, Democrats are using this to like, shift blame oh, from absolutely. running a crappy absolutely. campaign. Like right. he's he's right about that. Like, yeah, like it's he, absolutely true. Yeah. So this is a case yeah. where yeah. a thing is both ideological and true at the yeah. same time, and yeah. a thing that's ideological seemingly makes us feel worse because it yeah. makes you feel worse <laughs> to think, oh, Trump colluded. But I think what's you know like ideology. I almost it's tempting to say this is probably going too far. That mm. ideology always makes us sort of feel worse, mm. and and it's but then it creates the space for this fantasy that then saves us from the. That's the lottery, uh, right? Like, yeah, is that not yeah, the that's lo- the lottery. Yeah, right, yeah. You right. you 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 invest the money or you know the time or whatever, and then you don't get it. But then there's a period of time where you're like, well, maybe the next one, right? Yeah. Like yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think you know the it. I guess we've we've sort of covered like I feel like meritocracy is a is a key ideology today, but I mm-hmm. I don't know. Are there other ways in which you see ideology functioning? Uh, yeah, I think that. Well, I, I mean, not to pull back to my own example, but I do think that um, uh, I do think like like a, a diversity in a way that like I I do see it functioning ideologically as like. Again, it can only it can only have value if it's not Im- imminent, you know, and so or like, if it's not ubiquitous. Yeah, right? that's like, that's the one. Like yeah, if there is, it, yeah. if we live in a world where there's not racism, then diversity ceases to be a. It, there, what's the point of it? Like, well, there's no yeah. value. Like, like, so why are we? Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I think that's well, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So, do you think? I mean, I, it's, it's interesting that I wonder if you think that diversity itself, because that's a very that's very much a uh, sort of a catchword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I wonder if you think diversity ha- is functioning just ideologically today. I in, in, do, Like, yeah. in lieu of, like, you can imagine what the other, like, what if just the way that you uh, uh, articulated, so let's say hiring, okay, like diversity yeah, yeah. and hiring, right? Yeah. What if the way you articulated it wasn't diversity, but, but and this is a very awkward way of putting it, but sure. like fight against racism hiring. Yeah. You know, anti-racist. Why not? Anti- like, we're going to, we're an anti-racist yes. hire. Yes. Yes. That's it. I mean, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that seems to me radically different. It's totally than different. diversity. And I feel like, yeah, 
and I would be much more in favor of that. I mean, I'm in favor of diversity too. It's fine. But, oh yeah, but, of, of, obviously. But, yeah. As you are, I'm sure. Yeah. But but isn't the isn't what's what's interesting is like that everything changes with that, and it does. You can see that like that definition that we talked about about ideology, like it gives us the reality without contradiction. Like yeah. diversity mm. turns contradiction into multiplicity. We yeah, just want, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and then and then conservatives rightly say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want con- you want diversity in the academy, but there's no there's no conservative English professors. Right. Of course. Why is that? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because that's why the, the same reason why there are no yeah. Yeah. there are no communist stock market <laughs> traders. Right. I mean, it's, right. It's not like it's not yeah. a, it's not a it's not by chance. But no. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, like I feel like. Uh, uh, that, that that once you have diversity as the as the sort of concept, then you're you, then you're open to that change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this was something I read um, an interesting uh, interview that was done by Jacobin with the um, the uh, Field sisters, uh, uh, Barbara and. Um, Karen, I want to say so. The two. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. A, I, I. We should recommend that interview because, and their their book is called Racecraft. Yes, it's fantastic. Which I think should be the high recommended in the most highest terms. Yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> most highest. I want to add it to the superlatives. <laughs> the highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. Highest possible. To, yeah. Oh, incredible. And so they were they were talking about something very similar, which was um like, you know, I don't. I feel like generally people don't. I didn't know this until they brought it up. But like the um, was it the first leader of the NAACP was a white man named yeah. Walter White, uh, like Breaking Bad, which is kind of funny now <laughs> in, in 2018. But yeah. um, and what they're what they're saying is is like um, uh, they brought this up in in response to the uh, Rachel uh, uh, Delisle thing, the, the the white woman in what was it Montana yeah. who yeah. said that she was who pretended to be black and and right. what. Their big takeaway from that is, um, and I think that this is, um, I think this might be true ideologically, that, like, they, they rejected the idea that um, to actively help uh, in anti-racist matters that one had to be black or one had to be, you know, right. uh, Latinx or, or you know, uh, Chinese or, or whatever. Right. That, like, the the whole that to do that, to get to the multiplicity, like we've been talking about, like, like this, like, it... Um, it uh, it removes what made the civil rights movement so strong, which was like the focus on labor, which brought together everybody. Right. You know, it's it, it's it's also it's the thing where like the farther we get away from the idea of the ninety nine percent, like I think like the like and and I and I that doesn't include a notion of labor, which makes it weaker, which makes uh, right. organizing and collectivizing like harder. Uh, but right. like the farther we get away from a term like that, like I think the farther we get away from uh, like larger systemic uh, challenges to both, you know, ideology, uh, ideology and capital, uh, which is, I think, what you know the the fields were, were talking about. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I thought that article was amazing, and I thought, um, you know, I thought that I thought I think you're right that it does like the challenge to ideology has to. I mean, part of the way ideology functions today is this repression of universality. I thought that's yes. what they were getting. Yeah, what they're getting I, I, at. That's totally. What they were getting yeah, at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like, and you know, the, I feel like the other, I mean, the diversity. I think is a really that's a, like, the the difference. I feel like you can't really emphasize enough the difference between diversity and anti-racism. Like yes. those, I think that, mm-hmm. that 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 there's a world of difference between those two. Like, mm-hmm. one is ideological and one is, like, 
anti-ideological. Yeah, because the, the point yeah, that you brought up, just to, to go, because the point that you bring up is like, there is no, like if the conservative shoots back, like, well, where's the, where's the conservative professor in the, you know, in the humanities department? Like, it's a, like, it's a valid point, but then you have to say like, no, because that person, they don't, they're not pushing diversity. And then they're like, no, but they're a diverse hire. And you just, then you get into this, nowhere argument when the right. whole point needs to be anti-racist but to do to do that it challenges you know ideology and then and that that is that itself i think um people who you know believe that they're on the progressive side of things uh, are not always willing to confront which you know again something that i think the fields were, were getting at so right you know, right i think yeah. that's true i think it's really true that that um you know well i mean for one thing diversity is easier to say True. I mean, I, I mean that in every in every possible, possible. sense. Like, yeah, yeah like if it's easier to say diversity than anti-racist. But mm-hmm. it's also, it just, it, and I think that's how ideology functions. Like, it gives you a kind of terrain mm-hmm. where things are easier to say. Like, they're just, it's easier to, it's easier to say that. And then it, like, when you're saying, to come back to the point about Slavoj and the possibility of saying things that are not ideological, yeah. those are the things that are hard to say, right? Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to say, because it it doesn't fit within the ideological, you know, framework of the of the of the mm. of the epoch, right? Like yeah. Think, well, right? it's it's so it's so. Um, I I saw. I mean, because the the difference is that like diversity is non-racist and anti-racist is anti-racist. Anti-racist, and, right? You know, and like and and it's it's very very easy. Like I mean, even even Trump says it. I'm not a racist, but I'm although he racist. doesn't he doesn't say that. He says the like I like I don't I'm know. the least racist. Person yeah, which of is all like time. oh wait a minute, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> so you are so you are a racist, but you're just the le- you know like it's the least a, a, of all time. Right? It's that's yeah. great. It's a great formula. Yeah. It's a great formula yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, obviously. No, but like it's it's very easy to say no. I'd never do that i would absolutely not i wouldn't i wouldn't stand in the way of diversity like i wouldn't do that like like and that's that's ideology but to be like i think to be anti-racist um is to to like perhaps implicate yourself as well right and also to implies yeah. activity i think that's what you're you're getting yeah right? exactly like, yeah, right. activity, a, yeah you can't just have this because if you're right diversity allows you to be this neutral one yes. among the diverse and just yes. say oh i'm fine with diversity mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anti-racism means you have to it implies that you're actively doing something right i feel like yeah right. i think that's a yeah. huge difference between those two things yeah 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 definitely and the one kind of fits is 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 ideological and the other you know mm. is not mm-hmm. you know yeah. so it again kind of comes back to this point about there can be non-ideological i think look i feel like I just want to say one last oh, yeah, thing, and then, and then, so, but I do feel like there. One of the key key things is to say there can be non-ideological positions because mm-hmm. if you think like to me, that's just like a cynical. The, the idea that everything is ideological is just a cynical capitulation to it's, what, it, what it's Foucaultian, and you yeah. can't. Yeah, I, you can't. I, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I also want to say I think the other, the other, um, you know, way that ideology really functions today. And this ties us slightly to what you were talking about about when you made reference obliquely to Occupy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the idea of resistance mm-hmm. is has become an ideological like w- like it's f- resistance is great, mm-hmm. but the idea of like proposing an alternative is <laughs> yeah is like that's that seems mm-hmm. impossible. And yeah. and everyone thinks that if you propose an alternative, it's worse. Right. Like right. that's going to be worse because you're hearkening back to these catastrophes of the 20th century or something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like 
our investment in re- resistance as the only possible, you know, leftist position, I feel like that's a real, that's one of the ways ideology really functions. I would even say, if you think about the way the heroes are framed in, say, Star Wars or almost anything, it, sure. they're, they're as always as rebel rebels or as resistance fighters, right? Like, yeah. that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the only way we can conceive of heroism, not as, like, revolu- not even revolution, but even, like, fight, the, the fight of those trying to sustain the power of a regime of equality. For instance, right, right, well, like that's Ref- Reformation versus Revolution, right, right, like the, like right. The, that's right. the right. That's one thing, but even yeah. not. I mean, not even Revolution, but like, yeah. like those who are like fighting within the power structure to sustain some notion of equality, like that seems like a, that seems like a, that's not resistance, but that seems like a mm-hmm. heroic kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have conversation with this all the time. Like like one of the, like the the notion of the like there's everyday examples of this, of course. Like the notion of like the heroic teacher who crowdfunded her for for you know uh, her his uh, classroom to have like all the things for their students or like or they're putting in like the extra hours. It's like like that's a thing that should not be laudable. What sh- it should be is that the conditions for that teacher are, and all the other ones are better. All right. It, are better, it, that, right. that, you know, like, like there shouldn't be like, you know, the one person who is uh, like, like I'll just go back to it. Like the, the, the heroic idea in there supports the, the lack of support for, you know, that, that, right. that causes that, that uh, situation in the first place. Right. I think that's right. And I think it's our, Part of part of the reason why we don't analyze that correctly is this apotheosis of resistance as mm. as the as the sort of leftist or emancipatory position. When I don't think I think that like working with working within and sustaining the power structure to to function in the name of equ- or for equality for freedom. Like I think that's that's like that's an important str- mm-hmm. you know that's an important struggle. E- as much as resistance, or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but I think I, and it, my only point is that I feel like resistance has become one of these ideological watchwords yeah. today. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like too much, um, uh, well, too much counts as, as resistance, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's a yeah. whole other point. Right. But that is a yeah. great point. Yeah. It's yeah. a great point that, that we're willing, like, like, just like you said, that example that you gave of the, like, that's not like, Resistance would take something more you know, foundation, like to more foundational in its way that it addressed the ideology. Right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. Mm. All right, very good. Okay, Ryan, I'll now say <laughs> over and out. Over and out. All right. Thanks so much, Todd. Thanks right. for calling. All right.